this morning I want to deal with one of the mysterious aspects of Christianity called Christ in you the hope of glory I strongly say that it is a mysterious aspect of aspects of Christianity one of the mysterious aspects because the Word of God says so Christ in you the hope of glory to be more precisely I want to talk about Christ living in me Christ living in me I want to quote two scriptures Galatians 2.20 Galatians 2.20 the word of God says in Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me Christ lives in me Colossians 1:27 Colossians 1:27 word of God says to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you the hope of glory we are trying to get the verses as quick as possible in the screen so that because I'm just you know I usually don't give much time for you to get into the scripture portion so we are trying to get that uh, it's uh, all the scriptures on the screen and Prashant has a bit of work to do there every time so Colossians 1 27 says it's a mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you the hope of glory the amazing scriptural truth is that Christ lives in me according to Galatians 2:20 we live this life in the flesh along with Christ living in us by faith and according to Colossians 1:27 the faith that Christ lives in me is the hope of glory in other words the faith of Christ living in me gives me eternal hope eternal hope you know both are important the life in flesh and the life in glory both are certainly two different lives what of God is talking about life is in flesh is the life that we live today on this earth and life in glory is the eternal life that is about to come for to every one of us in the future Christ living in me while I am in my flesh is a mystery the world doesn't understand even we struggle upon this fact and have questions within us how is it possible that Christ lives in me you know it's a mystery today even I try to understand where is Christ in me where is he living in me but word of God says Christ lives in me is the hope of glory I struggle upon this fact and I have questions within me and I try to understand how is it possible that Christ can live within me and you can imagine the world has no clue about it how that's going to happen for a child of God but fortunately or unfortunately <coughs> we are brought up from our childhood days our parents telling us anything you don't understand about Christ or Bible you have to just believe it right it's by faith and even we had preachers preaching us and telling us just to believe it 
just to believe it don't try to understand don't question but just believe it <coughs> and we say we walk by faith not by sight the just shall live by faith lord i believe it that you are living in me and we just put a period there and we don't take it further and we just say that we believe it by faith i know christ lives in me so we ought to believe that christ lives in us yes we, we are, of course we believe it by faith only we can understand we, we realize that christ lives within us but today i want to deal with some of the practical aspects of christ living in me if christ lives in me i find my appetite to sin is considerably reduced if i find my mind refuses to think the way i used to think i can see some of the characteristics of christ in my life if i believe that christ lives in me i see my life being impacted by his residence in my life within me I see his mind functioning in my life. I become an imitator of Christ. Others see Christ in me as I am I have clothed myself with Christ. You know word of God talks about Christ living in me. Christ living in me. If Christ lives in me, I have less appetite to sin anymore. If Christ lives in me my thinking I start thinking about the way Christ thinks there is a change in the in my pattern of thinking I am able to see some of the characteristics of Christ in me and not just me even people around me they are able to see Christ because I become an imitator of Christ and I put on Christ on me I put on Christ I clothe Christ that's what the word of god says so Christ living in me it's of course we understand we agree upon that fact by faith but it has a practical impact today that's what we are trying to understand this morning even though it is a faith faith it is by faith Christ living in me can be realized in my life depending on how much i know about Christ how much i know about christ you know it is important to know what christ can be to me what christ can be to me today you know it is like when we want to accommodate for example um when you want to accommodate a paying guest for example in our home we all know about paying guest you don't want to just we don't want to just agree upon anyone and we can just invite him okay now today onwards you are going to stay in my home as a paying guest we want we don't want to do it we inquire about him or her in detail we want to know find out what kind of person he or she is what are the characteristics of this person what is this background or her background what are their eating habits because we are supposed to provide food to them what are their eating habits even you know we want to we want to go to go to an extent of getting a criminal check done on him or her before we accept him into our house as a paying guest we are talking about christ living in us just want you to follow me carefully unless we know what kind of person christ is we don't really understand what extent 
when he starts living in us and or what to expect when he starts living in us what extent he is going to affect my life i don't know unless i know what kind of person christ is you know we all went one day we gave give our life to jesus saying that lord come into my life i accept you as my personal savior and from today onwards you are my lord and savior right now we are inviting jesus christ into our life and if you don't have any clue about what this jesus can do and who this jesus is you don't have any idea what he can affect what impact he can make to our lives so it is essential that we need to understand whom we are inviting into our lives and we are talking about christ living in me you know we know in general the scriptures such as for example Christ is a good shepherd so we are trying to know now who is Christ and what kind of personality he is scriptures tell so many things about Jesus Christ he is a good shepherd he is a teacher he is a healer or a deliverer he is a high priest he is the high priest and Christ is the only hope of eternity so Christ is the good shepherd Christ is the teacher Christ is the healer or deliverer Christ is the high priest and Christ is the hope of eternity so these are some of the characteristics or attributes or buts of Jesus Christ we know about it now i know something about christ i know something about jesus christ but knowing something about jesus christ it still reminds us my head knowledge in my mind i know christ is a good shepherd he is a good teacher because there are you know there are various good teachings you know even if you go and talk to someone who doesn't believe in god he is going to say that christ is a good teacher some of the i was talking to a, in a man from china he is a he is from a communist in a country um, he has gone through so much into it and he says he told me even when they are their childhood like when our children they come forward to recite the memory verse scriptures you know they have been told repeatedly over and over again there is no god there is no god and he comes with that an idea of god is not existing at all and we we, we i got a good time of um, taking him from pennsylvania to new jersey in my car so we were just driving together so when i was telling about you know my faith i asked him what is your faith and then i i was talking to him about my faith and uh, he said he said i am in agreement with you he is a good teacher and if all the families today follow what jesus says we, our families will be really good they will do good and the families will flourish they will not break they will be together children will come up good in a good way he is a good teacher and good philosopher and he is refusing to understand and accept anything more than that so today the more we know about jesus christ it's our head knowledge in our mind we are able to understand him as a good shepherd and a teacher and a deliverer and a priest and the eternal life giver but now as long as we keep that in our head as long as it stays there as a head knowledge i cannot experience jesus christ in my life if i want to experience jesus christ if i want to experience him in uh, in my life i want to bring him to my heart i want to experience him i want to know him not just in my mind but i want to know him in my heart it is not enough if we know about christ in our mind we need to know him in our heart how do we know him in our heart by experiencing him how do we experience him by allowing him to work 
within me by allowing Christ to work within me by asking him to sit at the throne of my life and by giving him the control by giving him the control by depending on Christ to manifest within me in such moments of my life so we are talking about Christ living in me it's not enough we know Christ and we need to experience him then only we can say that Christ lives in me Christ living in me is the hope of glory if I don't have Christ living in me today I don't have any hope in eternity it is not just enough once we give our life to Jesus and we don't carry Christ with us it's not enough we need to have Christ living inside of us and we are talking about how do we know and how do we experience Christ living in us let's go back to the some of the attributes we talked about number one Christ is a good shepherd Christ as a good shepherd Jesus Christ came to this world to seek and to save which was lost according to Luke 19:10 Son of man has come to seek and to save which was lost I was lost in my sins and one day Jesus Christ found me and took me and added me into his fold What is going on in my life since then Think about a shepherd a shepherd is the one who leads his flocks shepherd is the one who protects his flocks shepherd is the one who feeds his flocks shepherd knows how to take care of his sheep some of the sheep they may be wounded they may be you know young they may be lame you know they may, they may be blind but a shepherd can lead those his sheep in a very gentle way he knows how to take care and how to lead them how to guide them you know now we are talking about how do we experience Christ Jesus in my life we know him as a good shepherd but now when Christ starts living in me i will ask him to lead me because he is a good shepherd i will ask him to protect me because you are a good shepherd and you are living in me as a good shepherd you are able to lead, lead your sheep and lord lead me lead my life protect my life and feed me spiritually you feed me and materially as long as i live on this earth you feed me when we are sick when we are weak we call upon him and tell him lord jesus i am weak take care i need you need your gentle touch take care of me you know once we start doing it we feel him more closely we feel him more closely we become thickly united with christ we know it by faith that christ is living within me since the day of my salvation but now i need to work with him as he lives within me i need to consult him i need to talk to him you know not only in times of prayer but even every minute i want to be in touch with him no we don't need to we don't want to consider christ as if he is someone who is sitting in heaven christ lives in us christ lives in us you know we hope we need to understand this truth today at times we pray to god remember we pray to god we pray to god the father who is in heaven but we pray through jesus christ who lives in me you know that that fact we need to be you know so strongly rooted in our hearts want to take it a little further to make it a little more clear 
listen to this Christ represents us in heaven by sitting at the right hand of the Father by sitting at the right hand of the Father Christ Jesus is representing me today in heaven so the heavenly realm knows about who is Hannah heavenly realms knows about who is Rose today why how because Christ is representing us each and every one of us in heaven at the same time he represents heaven to us by living in us he represents heaven to us by living in us he's a mediator he stands in the middle he represents you to heaven and he represents heaven to us by living within us one of the mysteries of Christianity you know the world cannot understand but you and I can understand it you and I know what we are talking about the kind of dual role Christ has to represent you in heaven and to represent heaven in our lives it is no more I Christ who lives in me you know the relationship that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ it is more than the relationship between two partners you know two partners they most of the time maybe in the family situation or in the business situation they try to equally divide the responsibilities most of the time but here the relationship that we have within Christ it much more than that as Paul says it is no more I Christ who lives in me the kind of partnership that we have with Christ we have zero responsibility and Christ has hundred percentage responsibility you know that's why we say we call him as Lord when you say Lord you are my Lord you rule over me you take complete control over me number two we know Christ as teacher as a good teacher he teaches us he instructs us I just want you to turn to Mark chapter 10 verses 17 to 22 Mark chapter 10 verses 17 to 22 word of God says now as he was going out on the road one came running knelt before him and asked him good teacher what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life 17 to 22 we need to put a dash 17 to 22 okay that's fine so 17 uh, 18 says so Jesus said to him why do you call me good he came and he said good teacher good teacher and Jesus said why do you call me good no one is good but one that is God you know the commandments do not commit adultery do not murder do not steal do not bear false witnesses do not defraud honor your father and your mother and he answered and said to him teacher all these things I have kept from my youth and verse 21 then Jesus looked at him and said and loved him and said one thing you lack go your way sell whatever you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me verse 22 but he was sad at those this word and he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions I want to talk about Christ being a good teacher to us the day when we saved someone told us you need to learn the word of God you need to read the word of God and we agreed because all the teachings of Jesus Christ is good and this man who came to Jesus he came you know uh, came uh, greeting Lord Jesus Christ telling him that good teacher in his mind 
he knew very well Jesus is a good teacher but now Jesus starts working in his life and Jesus is trying to bring that you know that knowledge that he had in his mind into his heart how he was doing it by giving him an instruction what was the instruction go and sell the possession and he was not willing to take that instruction you know many of our lives we stumble upon this fact we know he is a good teacher and Christ is not able to live within us today because we know he is a good teacher but the moment he starts instructing us we hesitate to follow his instruction like this man and we don't bring him to our heart we don't experience him at all now how can we say that Christ is living in me we have a question here we can say that Christ lives in me by allowing him to teach us we can say Christ lives in me by allowing him to instruct us we can say Christ lives in me by obeying his instructions in our lives and we can demonstrate by obeying his word obeying the word of God yes Christ lives in me number three we know Jesus Christ as a healer and a deliverer we read scriptures like Isaiah 53 5 but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and we say by his stripes we are healed we know that Jesus Christ is a healer John 8 36 says John 8 36 therefore if the son makes you free you shall be free indeed we know him as a healer we know him as a deliverer now we say this healer and the deliverer is living in me the healer and the deliverer is living with me that means the healer is living with me Christ Jesus is a healer he is living in me and all that we need to do is when we are sick we need to ask the healer to heal us when we are sick we need to ask the one who is living in us to come and heal me Lord you know we all agree healer and sickness cannot go together for a long time because you have a healer there and you see sickness there obviously the healer's intention is to heal you he cannot allow you to sick to remain in sickness for a long time they won't go together you know we need to allow that we need to make that happen within our lives that means when we are sick as a child of God we cannot fold hands and lie down and say that I'm not going to church today I feel so sick it's easy to tell it is easy, it's easy to preach from here but when it comes to you you know the pain of it right so we know it right but then as a child of God that's what I was telling to my wife yesterday and today we cannot just fold hands and lie there we need to just get up and walk so what we need to do invite the healer I know you are my healer word of God says you are living within me heal me Lord heal me Lord how do we do it by faith faith alone will not work faith alone is not sufficient you need work you need work otherwise it is dead how do we make it work invite the healer to heal us invite the healer if you believe that the healer is living in you just ask him to heal you we don't need to walk in that sickness anymore we receive the healing of God we can walk in divine healing and today God is telling us to have Christ living in us number four Christ is the high priest the intercessor Romans 8:34. word of God says Romans 8:34. who is he who condemns it is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of God who also makes intercession for us 
we know Christ is our intercessor. Our head knowledge says Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father and interceding for us. And interceding for us. So we, we are all visual at times, you know, we, we visualize God the Father sitting there and right hand of God the Father, Son Jesus is sitting there and he keeps on talking to God the Father. He keeps on praying to God the Father. But how many times we, when Christ is living within me, how many times we ask, Lord, I am exhausted today. Just pray for me, Lord. Pray for me, Jesus Christ. Make intercession to the Father for me. I am totally exhausted. How many times we ask God to intercede on behalf of us. And God is telling us, we need to have Christ living in me. Christ living in me. When we don't feel like praying. When we know we, we don't have the privilege of calling the name of the Lord. We ask Christ Jesus, make intercession for me. Make intercession for me. Someone said, Jesus Christ carries Jesus Christ carries on intercession for us in heaven and the Holy Spirit carries on intercession in us on earth and we saints of God have to carry on intercession for all men you know that's how we work it works we intercede for someone else and the Spirit of God intercedes from the earth to God the Father and Jesus Christ sitting at the right hand of God and is interceding God. I read the story of a man who went to a large city in Colombia in many years back. He did not speak even a single word of in Spanish. He rented an apartment and he fasted and prayed for souls for 18 long years. 18 long years. All that he did, he was just living in the apartment and he was spending time in prayer, intercession. He was an intercessor. He was not a preacher. He died on the mission field. Not even a single soul got converted into Christianity. He worked there 18 years just praying. He died. Not even a single soul. He only prayed and prayed and fasted for 18 long years. Then later on sometime, few missionaries, they felt they need to go to the same city and start the work of God there. So they rented a storefront apartment, a building, and they prepared to pray and fast continually. And that's what their mission, to start before they start their ministry there. Not many days, within few days, there's a great revival broke open there in that city. Many hundreds and hundred people that just, just started converting into Christianity. They wanted to know about Jesus. They just started pouring into that building within few days. And then later they found about the man, he had recently died, ministering in that city, laboring in that city for 18 long years in intercession. And they realized he lived on the same block where these new missionaries lived. The success was because of the intercession. 18 long years of labor in the field. So if we experience Jesus Christ today, we say that Jesus Christ is living in me today, you know, we make intercession for people around us. We make intercession for people around us. Number five. We know Jesus Christ is the hope of eternal. The coming Messiah. John 14, 2 and 3. Word of God says, John 14, 2 and 3. Jesus said, 
in my father's house there are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you to myself that where i am there you may also be you know if same christ lives in us today we will not behave like those people who are hopeless in their lives jesus spoke to us he promised us saying that i'm going to go back to my father and i'm going to prepare a mansion for you i will come back and take you home you know as paul says in philippians 1:21 for to me live is christ and to die is gain to me live is christ and to die is gain you know at times we believers as if you know we just behave as if we don't have any hope in eternity when christ lives within me as a hope of eternal i have a strong hope in the eternity in when one of one of our family members for example if they are struck down with a terrible terminal illness terminal disease all that we need to do is we need to make them known to christ we need to introduce christ jesus to them once christ starts living in their lives he brings the hope of eternity it doesn't matter whether they live on this earth or they die all that we need to do is bring christ into their lives so that christ starts living in their life and christ living in them is the hope of glory you know that's what exactly we need to do and that's why today we are so blessed because it doesn't really matter whether we are on this living on this earth or we have gone away from this earth if christ is our hope of eternal we will not fret in when trouble strikes us we will not be carried away with deep anxiety within our lives if christ lives in us we will not fear of even sicknesses even it may be life threatening sickness we will not fear because christ jesus lives in me he is the hope of eternity just want to close with this illustration thinking of the full life that he had and a wonderful life he had wb hinson a great preacher of the past generation he spoke from his own experience just before he died he said i remember a year ago when a doctor told me you have an illness from which you won't recover and he says i walked about to where i was living 5 miles from portland oregon and i looked across at the mountain that i loved the most i looked at the river in the evening i looked up into the great sky where god was lighting his lamps and i said i may not see you many more times but mountain i shall be alive when you are gone and river i shall be alive when you cease running toward the sea and stars i shall be alive when you have fallen from your sockets into the great downpouring of the material universe now his words very clearly says things around him will go away one day but i will leave i will continue to leave and how he got that hope he allowed christ 
to live within him so we are talking about Christ living within us you know that was the expression of a man of God who believes that Christ lives in us today so to summarize today how do we know that Christ is living in me today if Christ lives in me I ask him to lead me I ask him to feed me I ask him to protect me I ask him to be a good shepherd in my life because I know that Christ is a good shepherd if Christ lives in me I obey his instruction because I know he's a, he's a good teacher if Christ lives in me I depend on him because I know he is my healer I know he is my deliverer if Christ lives in me I believe him that he is interceding for us I will not depend on my own prayer but I will rather lean upon him and tell him Lord pray for me intercede for me Lord I'm so weak I need I'm in a desperate situation if Christ lives in me I will not be anxious I will not worry about my sickness because I know my future is taken care I will not fear I will not have fear of death because I will hope on the eternity only when Christ lives in me Christ in you the hope of glory will no more be a mystery to us it becomes a reality to you and me